welcome to Geek Between the Lines, the podcast that normally explores compelling themes in some of our favorite geeky properties. I'm Brittany. And I'm Chris. And this week, instead of having a regular episode, we are going to be having another sorting chat. Yay! Yay, sorting. So, normally we'd be on rotation for Avatar Last Airbender and Legend of Korra, so we decided to go with sorting some Legend of Korra characters. Yeah, Team Avatar Mark II. So, why don't we start out with, obviously, Korra. I think Korra is a Gryffindor. Yeah, she's pretty Gryffindor-y. <laughs> yeah, I think particularly the fact that Tarlock was able to persuade her to open up the gates in the second one by telling her, like, what was right and what was needed, and her being like, who needs to study things or get a second yeah. opinions? It's very Gryffindor of her. <laughs> yeah, and... I just need to go and face Amon, even though I don't have the skills or ability to probably do it. I have to face the fear. Totally. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Obviously, you know, towards the end of the series, it gets more complicated, though, mm -hmm. because she has more like PTSD symptoms. And... Which is one of the things I think it does really well is mm -hmm. that it, it, it takes it takes her characteristics and actually challenges them through those situations uh mm -hmm. which i think is why that the fourth the third and fourth seasons i think are, are so compelling uh because they they do engage with both the benefits and the the negative aspects of the those elements of her personality yeah for sure for sure okay well what about asami she's an interesting one she she's a little hard one. to pinpoint I, I think she might also be gryffindor she definitely has some gryffindor in her like the the idea of her turning so quickly on her father when it, he comes out to be doing something that's wrong, is a pretty Gryffindorian quality. She also likes to race cars. She does like to race cars. <laughs> pretty Gryffindor. <laughs> definitely. I also see some slither in her, in her though. Mm -hmm. Right. She's ambitious. She definitely feels like she can take on the company and that she can use it in ways that are really beneficial. Mm -hmm. And I think that, that there's some slither in there as well. Yeah, she's a little cunning too. She's yeah. super resourceful. The fact that she's able to be there both in and out of combat with Team Avatar when she's not a bender, I think, is because she's able to use the resources at hand, both being a good fighter herself and using technology and all sorts of other things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So Yeah, I think she, she can be a slither door. A slither door, yeah. But I, I want to have at least like one that she's leaning, right? Mm -hmm. I know you like to do that. I do. <laughs> I'm fine with them being mixed because I'm mixed. <laughs> <laughs> but you lean one way. Do I? Yeah. I don't know that I do. I'm all over the place. <laughs> well, I mean, people are. People are confusing. <laughs> That's why you shouldn't be sorting people into one of four boxes. But in the spirit of sorting person, someone into one of four boxes, I feel like we should at least have something that, that says what the sorting hat might have put them in. Yeah. Slither door. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess we should move on. What about uh, Bolin? Bolin's a Hufflepuff. Hardworking. Loyalty. Loyal. Family means a lot to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. His secondary, I would say, is Slytherin. He does like recognition. He loves recognition. He loved that spotlight. For sure. <laughs> yeah. He's not cunning, though. No. No, he's no, not. No, he's very not cunning. Which is why it's his secondary. <laughs> I don't know that he's very resourceful <laughs> I mean, he was able to invent lava bending, so... I don't think he invented it, though. But, like, he didn't... He, no one taught him no how one to do it. it, right? Yeah. That's true. What about Mako? Mako. He's an interesting one, too. What is Mako? 
He's so broody. It's hard to it's hard to he go is, through the brood. Yeah, right. He's very broody. He's very rebellious, which could be Gryffindor or Slytherin, depending. Mm-hmm. Is he ambitious? I mean, he did work for like the police, but he also like only did that like, when he thought it was right, not like he did it for the position. And he left when he needed that's to, true. and then he became a soldier. And he was like, so he he's he. The show seems to make it so that he's skilled. But he doesn't care about position. Yeah, he doesn't really care about that. So then yeah. Gryffindor? Maybe Gryffindor. Maybe he's a muggle. <laughs> he doesn't get a house. <laughs> I don't know. If you have any ideas, listeners. That, that's one we'd, we'd love to hear from Yeah, you. tell us what you think. <laughs> but he also, he does always wear that scarf. Mm-hmm. So he does have some loyalty, right? For sure. To his family. But I think that and Bolin think has more than a, he does. He's a hard worker. Yeah. But I think Bolin has more of that than he does, though. Bolin's not as hard worker as he is. Like, he would go and he would work for the electric company or whatever with his lightning. and. That's true. I don't, I don't even know what Bolin's been doing besides trying to do his movies. <laughs> I mean, but he also, like, Bolin was the one who was really ensuring that they were working hard when they were doing pro-bending, you know? Like, I think Bolin works hard. He just works hard to the things that he's passionate about, right? Whereas, as the older brother, Mako kind of took on the role of being a provider, which made him do work that he wasn't just as passionate about. Bolin working hard for only the things that you want to be more Slytherin's line than Hufflepuff? Because I thought Hufflepuffs are just hard workers in general. Yeah, that's why that's a secondary mouse. (laughs) I know, but you're just saying, oh no, he's so much more Hufflepuff than Mako is. I think he is more Hufflepuff than Mako is. Anyways, let's go to the next one. What about Tenzin? I feel like Tenzin's a Hufflepuff because I feel like a lot of his desire to know airbending and maintain those qualities comes from a loyalty to his father and to kind of the lineage of airbenders. Mm-hmm. I feel like he is so, so motivated by his position as the last airbender after his father that that, that becomes so important to him because of that loyalty. Then in the third season, when all these other people get airbending, it's very hard for him to be flexible mm. with the with the traditions of airbending. He really wanted to stick to that even when it wasn't necessarily the best way to go. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, does seem to have a bit of loyalty. Obviously, he's a hard worker. Of course. And he he is patient, I think, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I think Hufflepuff works for him. Okay. Well, what about Brother Boomy? <laughs> Boomy is, <laughs> is very, very different from Tenzin, which I appreciate <laughs> very much. Uh, I'd say Boomy's a Gryffindor. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, yeah. Boomy could only be a Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about Kaya? Kaya. I feel like we don't get to see quite as much from her. Mm-hmm. She seems to do like a lot of peacemaking mm-hmm. in the family because Tenzin and Boomy are so different. She kind of like bridges that a bit. I feel like the, she's somewhere between Ravenclaw and Slytherin. Like she's one I of those two. Ravenclaw, where are you seeing the Slytherin? Slytherin because of her like like she doesn't spend a lot of time with the family because she's all kind of off doing her own things right mm-hmm. and i think that whether that is ambition i'm not sure but it's definitely she's motivated by her own passions not necessarily by 
the needs of her family necessarily or, or the needs of airbending or being Aang's daughter or, or anything else the way Tenzin clearly is. Yeah, that's why I would put her m- more with Ravenclaw than Slytherin because she is Aang's daughter, but it doesn't seem like she's tried to leverage that at all. To mm. you know, she doesn't live in Republic City and hasn't tried to get in the council, even in in the Water Tribe. She hasn't tried to get any position of power there. That makes sense. Yeah, Ravenclaw works. Okay, <laughs> gotta get some Ravenclaw in there. <laughs> uh, what about Lin Beifong? Good question. One of the best characters. I in know she's all so television. great. I mean, she's either Gryffindor or Slytherin. Yeah, she definitely has the courage and bravery, mm-hmm. and gonna run into whatever situation and try to help. But she also, I think, she has the ambition. She's the head of of the military in Republic City, and yeah, it definitely seems like she's resourceful. Yeah, I think I see Slytherin for her too, because yeah. I see her having ambition in part because she knows that she can do these things best. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's an ambition based off of like, I'm going to be the one to get this done. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a competency, you know, and a knowledge that competency. So, and whereas her sister was like, I don't want to just do this. I'm going to go do my own thing. Mm-hmm. She stayed and yeah, it really took over all of that for Republic City. Yeah. Okay. Well, if she's Slytherin, uh... Should we next go to Janora? Janora, I think, is Ravenclaw. I agree. I think she does have that 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 curiosity. curiosity. Yeah. Precisely, and I think that's that's what's a, one of the things that I think ties her to the spirit world so well is that mm-hmm. she she has this innate curiosity and openness to it, uh, to new knowledge and new experiences that her father clearly does not. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. All right. Well, we had one more, right, Varric? We do have Varric. He is a Slytherin. He's Varric's such a Slytherin. He's the most Slytherin. <laughs> if you don't remember who Varric is, he's the entrepreneur who... He invents the movers. He yeah. has all these background deals going on. And he, he <laughs> tends to be well-intentioned, but also has... He's very much an ends justifies the means type of person. I don't even know if he's well-intentioned. I think he just wants to have all these enterprises and he wants to get rich and he loves his lavish lifestyle so it's just like oh what's the next thing but he's also like trying to manipulate things in season two to make it so the republic city will go to war against tarlock right like he he Mm -hmm. wants to defend the water tribe as it's being attacked in these ways or the way he sees it right and that I think is is well intentioned, but again, he's willing to frame people and create attacks on things and sabotage. But, but in order part to get of that, it. I thought he just wanted that war so that he would get more money. I think it was both because <laughs> he himself was from the Water Tribe, right? So it wasn't it wasn't a completely mm-hmm. you know selfless uh, desire, but it was I think. Yes, he and certainly he would benefit from it because he's also <laughs> a Slytherin. <laughs> yeah. But. I do think that he he's not villainous in intent. No, he's he's not like Unalak. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then obviously his assistant Jenny. Oh yes. We don't actually get to see her very much, but it's pretty clear that she's a Hufflepuff because mm. she's very intelligent and like is super hardworking, has been very loyal to Varric, even to well, the point of imprisonment. Yeah, exactly. Sacrificing herself for him. Like, yeah, loyalty to the, to the T. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she has to be patient 
to work oh, with him. Oh my goodness, yes. Oh, Varric. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's going to bring this sorting chat to a close. Next time we do an Avatar one, we're probably going to look at the villains, which will be fun. Yeah. And before we completely close out, we do have a little Patreon update. So one is, in our last episode, we did say if we got to the nine, because the the tenth one, we do have one of our listeners who's trying to figure it out and see if if it'll work um, via another country. But we did reach those, at least those nine. So we are happy to actually record our ridiculous love story and i apologize in advance apologize it's pretty amazing and (laughs) hilarious and great also we surpassed our 50 dollars a month stretch goal Mm -hmm. so that means that chris now is going to be doing a monthly blog post yeah so So, and that's going to be available to everybody exactly uh the first one will go up at the beginning of july and right now i'm thinking about writing about avengers endgame so should be a fun one yeah, definitely. Obviously, you can check our website for that, uh, but we can also let you know here on air when that's up, as well as on our Instagram. So mm-hmm. you can be sure not to miss it. And if you haven't seen Endgame before his blog post comes up, might as well watch it first. Yeah. And we do want to thank again to all of our patrons. Uh, thank you so much for, for helping us meet these goals. We've got new goals in the works for hopefully some new patrons to, to come on, but uh, we're, we're very, very touched by the num- amount of support we've gotten in this first month, and we hope that it, it keeps moving forward. Yeah, yay. We are so thankful. It's so great. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Geek Between the Lines. You can find us on social media by searching for Geek Between the Lines on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Pinterest. You can also go to our website, bit.ly slash geekbetweenthelines, or go to our Patreon site at patreon.com slash geekbetweenthelines. We want to thank Kimberly Toy Postel at Lacelet for designing our logo. You can find her designs at lacelet.com or searching for Lacelet on Instagram or Facebook. And we want to ask you to, of course, leave us a rating and review. It really, really helps us to find new new listeners. And so thanks to those who have left one already. And if you haven't, just take a couple seconds to, to leave one online. Yeah. With that, we're going to finish up this week. We'll see you next week. Until then, geek out. out.